Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Sports Complex, afternoons 5 to 7 on The Horn. Hour 2 of the Sports Complex. Going to talk some NFL, some NBA, whatever we have time to get to in your text, 512-447-3776, what you guys want to talk about, what we'll talk about. You guys drive the show. I just try to keep it on the rails. And the, the big fat poll of the day, which Big 12 rival will you miss playing the most when Texas leaves uh, at the end of this season? Uh, I do want to mention we will be off at 630 again for Rangers pregame. Uh, this could be it. This could be it. This could be the last Rangers interruption because this could be the last Rangers game of the season. I mean, it, it actually is going to be the last Rangers interruption no matter what because the Friday game uh, will be uh, – we will have Vandergriff on on Friday and the next – and if it went to a game seven, it would be on Saturday. Uh, so they will not play another weekday game. So it is the last one uh, that we will be. Uh, however, uh, we're hoping that the Rangers can win tonight. And I know that's – you know, some Astros fans not with that. And I will tell you the most unpopular opinion I have that the Astros – about the Astros fans is that Adolis Garcia has been ruled out as well as, as, well as Max Scherzer uh, for the rest of the series. So Scherzer is no longer available. Uh, Adolis Garcia also not available. Uh, they're saying that it's probably a week or so until he's healthy, which, you know, won't be in that series. I, I, I mean, it sucks. I think they're doing the right thing. You know, you don't want to re-aggravate it. You don't want to put him out there when he's not 100% and get a strikeout and make him not look as good. Uh, I know Astros fans, after everything that happened in that series, uh, really not big fans of Adolis Garcia, and I get it. I was not a fan either, but watching him and seeing the walk-off in game one, and I get this is just a passionate guy because he's been passionate when you know they were playing uh, last year and the Rangers were not as good and the Rangers were not doing as well. Uh, he was very passionate. And he really – it's kind of how he plays. There are players like that, and if they're on your team, you love them. If they're not, you hate them. Uh, but I did like the thing. After he hit the home run or the walk-off in game one, I like that they showed him going and hugging every single player, every coach, everyone in that dugout, giving everyone a hug and making it about the team and not himself first. And I know the bad flip and all that does make it about him first. I know you can take both sides of it, but I did appreciate the hug to everybody and everybody being a part of that moment because he let them all be a part of that moment. I, you know, I think a lot of players do that. I'm not saying it's anything surprisingly unique, but it made me respect the guy a little bit more. Uh, so it's sad to see that he will not be part of something where he really was a huge part uh, of this team. He'll still be there. He'll still be able to celebrate, but not being able to play in the game, I know, is killing him. Uh, so, you know, I, I think if you want to get mad Astros fans, he's getting his punishment for anything he did against the Astros, whether you believe it or not, by that injury. Uh, he's getting his penance because not being able to play in this game, I'm sure, is killing him. I uh, wish him a good recovery. And, uh, and, go, and go Rangers tonight. I am rooting for you. Creed still sucks. Creed's still awful. Don't play that stupid song or any other crap songs today when they win. Creed had nothing to do with this. Celebrate your Rangers because what the Rangers did, play Texas artists, play Texas people, play Rangers songs. Don't play some Marlins fans and give them free press. Get over that. No more Creed, but go Rangers. Go Rangers. 
We'll go with that today. And I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you, Nate. Uh, it's, it's a great experience. 2005 National Championship. We all remember that. We all remember what, how we felt in getting, in getting over that hump and getting to the National Championship. That's what the Rangers are trying to do tonight. Back in the text line, 512-447-3776. Uh, none. You have no teams that you want that you would like to see that play again or you're going to miss. Uh, it's hard to think of any matchup that's a rivalry that's not AM or OU. I agree. I think Arkansas is the closest that we're going to find that falls into that. Uh, someone mentioned Nebraska earlier, which was kind of one. I think Colorado only because they tossed us a run at the national championship one year. You kind of want to beat them again as a team that used to be there. Uh, Big Tech says TCU. Uh, that's another one. Yeah, Purple Kryptonite. It would be nice to beat them a few times and change uh, the defense. How's K-State, how's K-State defense? It's never easy with any of these purple teams. K-State defense plays that three high, three down. Uh, so if we're talking three high, three down, it is always an issue for Texas. They're, you know, they're just, they don't necessarily have the athletes. They don't have the dynamic players, but they're going to come after Texas. And if Texas can't hold up, if Jonathan Brooks uh, doesn't, you know, step out and cover that block where Malik's one fumble was kind of a, just a, a coverage breakdown by the running back, you need to be able to have your running backs be tough in this. Uh, JT Sanders is going to be have the to tough blocker. Everyone's going to have to hold their own blocking, and this game will go very much. Uh, we did get a couple people, Kerry from Georgetown just sent this in as well, uh, but a couple of you have texted in that uh, legendary coach uh, Bob Knight has passed away uh, at 83 years old. Uh, it's, it's a sad thing. He's one of those very polarizing people because of how he coached, and I know being around basketball as much as I've been, uh, it's not as he was one that did it on the court, like did it in front of people more than a lot of other people. But that's a lot of coaches, and especially at that time, a ton of coaches uh, were were pretty rough on their teams in practice. Uh, he kind of got a lot of criticism because he was a really good coach too, and good coaches that recruit well and win. If you win, Jim Harbaugh will tell you too. If you win, uh, people are going to come after you. Uh, but rest in peace to Bob Knight. Uh, really did a lot and then you know had those years at Texas Tech and did a lot for that basketball program at Texas Tech as well. Uh, so rest in peace to Bob Knight, a uh, basketball legend. Uh, next text, uh, not so much uh, going in-state rivalry, but I'm going to miss the collective hate from all the Texas schools. SEC knows the horn down, but they don't feel it. <laughs> they don't feel it. I think, I, you know, they. that's kind of true. That's kind of true. And Nate says it's time for Nickelback. I look, I prefer Nickelback to Creed, but I'm going to say that's probably not. I'm not going to go further away. They're Canada. I mean, and no, they had a track with Dimebag on it where they got a, a posthumous track from Dimebag and Vinny Paul was on it. So that's closer. Play Pantera, guys. Play Pantera. If you want to celebrate the Rangers tonight, play a Dallas staple rock band Pantera. They're much better than Creed. You have a much better time. And I get Phil can be a questionable choice at times. But play Pantera. Go with Pantera instead of instead of Creed. I think we can all can we all agree Pantera is better than Creed. We all agree on this. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I do want to go uh, back to Chief Injury because uh, the big news today, or really last night, about one a.m., was that the the Las Vegas Raiders finally pulled the trigger. I don't know what they were waiting on for the trade deadline that they didn't necessarily want to be taken advantage of, or maybe they thought a trade could appear and they didn't want to shuffle off front office staff right before. I think that was kind of the point. Uh, but I the, the, the big news that comes out of Las Vegas about 1 a.m. Eastern time, so about midnight last night, 
Breaks the news. The Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. They fired Dave Ziegler, and they fired their offensive coordinator, the GM Dave Ziegler, and they fired the offensive coordinator, Mike Lombardi. That is a lot. Antonio Pierce, the former linebacker, is a new coach for Raiders fans. you got to like him. He grew up in Compton. He wore the Raiders hat like Eazy-E. He is a, he is a Raiders man from back in the day. He wants to come in and bring a new energy. Apparently, a lot of this came from they started to talk to different players and coaches on the staff, and everyone was like, this is bad. Nobody respects this guy, but he's walking around like he's the, the big dog in the, in the office, and nobody respects him. So they, they decided to move off. Uh, they want to start their new rookie quarterback. From, uh, Aiden O'Connell is their new rookie quarterback from Purdue. They said, Jimmy Garoppolo, that experiment is done. We are moving on. And once again, the Patriots coaching tree has failed everyone. Once again, when you don't have Tom Brady, this all falls apart. I'm going to give you some records from head coaches that came off this Bill Belichick in the Patriots coaching tree. And you can understand why when anybody gets hired off this, why so many people freak out. Josh McDaniels is now 20 and 32 as a head coach in regular play. He's all regular season. Uh, Josh McDaniels is now 20 and 32. Joe Judge uh, was 10 and 23. Matt Patricia, 13 and 29. Romeo Cornell, 32 and 63. Eric Mangini, 33 and 37. Oh, we're getting better. Brian Flores, 24 and 25. I like Brian Flores, but not a great record. Bill O'Brien, your best Bill Belichick inspired coach, 52 and 48. That's your best assistant to come off. And he had some really good players and got a really long leash. 52 to 48 is Bill O'Brien. And this is the stat that'll kill you the most. Bill Belichick without Tom Brady as a head coach, 82 and 96. With no Tom Brady, None of these people are succeeding at a level they need to be succeeding at. That will tell you, assistant coaches, uh, once they leave and are head coaches somewhere else from this Patriots era, 42% winning percentage. And it's not like one of them is great or two of them are great. Brian Flores and Bill O'Brien are your top-of-the-line coaches. Eric Mangini, remember Eric Mangini coaching and how it wasn't good? That's your third-best coach that's come out of this. If you throw in, if you throw in Bill Belichick's numbers without Tom Brady in there, 266 and 353. That's a pretty big sample size. That's a pretty big sample size to tell you that maybe it had to do with having one of the best offensive minds and offensive talents of all time. Could have been a reason why this works so well. That is a crazy numbers that nobody, that Bill O'Brien is the most successful coach out of the Bill Belichick era. And Bill Belichick is not successful out of that era. That's crazy. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I don't, I, I want to give Chief Engineer, because I know he's texted in some things. And I want to give him some for So if you don't know, Chief Engineer is one of our, our P1 listeners. He texts in. on the, we, Everybody plays on the text line. 512-447-3776. Send in your nickname so I get to recognize you every day when you text in. And we get to have a conversation. And uh, you get to... Uh, and we'll get to we'll read off when you have because I know Chief Engineer he talks about he texts about the Raiders all the time so he was one of the ones I actually thought about because I think about you guys when I'm not on the air I thought about him and said oh 
That is, I bet that's a happy man right now. He got his Halloween candy from from Mark Davis finally doing this. I know when the Texans got rid of Bill O'Brien, I was pretty thrilled. And when that experiment of the Patriots uh, South, now they're Patriots East and and Patriots, we're going to gamble with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like the ghost of Al Davis wore his son, woke his son up during another crappy haircut and kicked him square in the butt. At this point, I'm fine with Will Ferrell coaching the team. Stupid uh, bull crap, Patriots West crap. You really think Al would want to be uh, wanting another copy, uh, copying another team? Yeah, I agree. I don't think Al Davis. I don't think that was what anybody wanted to do. And I'll remember all this started too because of the John Gruden emails. That John Gruden, they had to fire him after a ten-year deal on an experiment that wasn't working either. So I don't have real good faith they're going to hire a good coach after this. But I, we do know who the number one candidate is now. Uh, we get biggest Raiders fails in my lifetime. Not changing play calls after Gruden to lose the Super Bowl. Jamarcus Russell hiring Josh McDaniels, a proven loser. That's number three for you. I like that. Trading Marcus Allen and cutting Romanowski off of his roids. That's the league's fault. So number three, biggest mistake is hiring Josh McDaniels. Uh, yeah, that is not a uh, that is not the level. And Elber Foos has to go next. I will tell you that I do have some list. He is the number one in odds after Josh McDaniels got fired. He is number one in Vegas odds right now. Uh, Staley is uh, number believe number three in odds in uh, in the uh, the Vegas odds for who will be the next coach fired. Uh, actually, Todd Bowles is number two in, in Tampa Bay. That he was kind of a sacrificial lamb after Tom Brady came in there and got Bruce Arians kicked out of the head coaching position, that they said, well, no, now we're going to go over to uh, to Todd Bowles, but the season's not working out the way. They may just move forward completely, and part of that whole rebuild would involve Todd Bowles being ousted as the head coach. He's the number two odds right now, though. So that is actually who is number two, but I appreciate you, Chief Engineer, for being a, for being a solid listener and uh, appreciate you uh, for... Playing some uh, for for playing along with us and uh, and being happy. I'm happy for you today that the Raiders uh, did what they needed to do and moved on from this Patriots thing. And hopefully, hopefully now that we can all see what's happening with Mac Jones and what's happening in Patriots, no one will follow this path again. Hopefully, this is done. I don't wish this upon any other team. I don't wish this upon you because there's are some coaches coming up, and I think we know. And t- tell me if I'm wrong, Chief Engineer, of who we think the next head coach next season of the Raiders will be, I think the odds on right now, the odds on favorite is we know Jim Harbaugh is probably not going to be in Michigan next year. This is his second scandal in a year. People are coming after him. He is losing a bunch of that class. He had to rebuild on the Michigan. This seems like Harbaugh is going to be coming out, right? Harbaugh is coming back to the NFL is what it seems like. And man, that seems like a Mark Davis hire, doesn't it? That seems like Mark Davis is going to get all the money he can put together, put it all on black at the roulette table, and then go go try and get Jim Harbaugh. That's what it seems like. Now, Jim Harbaugh may want to look. If Brandon Staley gets fired uh, this season or at the end of this season, he may want to look there. If the Bears end up with two first-round picks because they traded away their pick last year to the Panthers and they the Panthers end up sucking and, and they get uh, Caleb Williams and Marvin Williams Jr., uh, maybe, maybe you get... Uh, maybe you go ahead and get uh, uh, Harbaugh over at the Bears. Maybe that's where he might go. I, I I think those are both more advanced programs, but if you think of a place where Jim Harbaugh can take full control of a program, hire his own GM, because it's going to be a new staff, he can hire his own new staff. He can, they, they brought in Antonio Pierce as a head coach, as the interim head coach. I don't know. And uh, 
And you're right, I'm not confident we're going to choose well. I, but Harbaugh seems like a guy who can walk in to the Raiders, say, I want to take over this program. I want to take over the Raiders. I'm going to bring you back to dominance. We are going to be a, a bloody, bruising team because that's what I like to do. We're going to be tough. Screw finesse. Screw whatever Josh McDaniels sold you on. We are going to play hard and tough. I think Harbaugh is going to be your next coach of the Raiders. But that's that's a knee-jerk reaction. It's a knee-jerk reaction uh, one day or, or hours, we can say, after hearing the news of the firing. That is a uh, – but it's a big news. We'll see what Aiden O'Connell does as the quarterback. That's going to depend on where their draft pick is as well. I think a lot of Raiders fans, too, want you to tank out the season, you know, give a good draft pick because that will help get a coach to come in as well and get you a better coach. But the Raiders are finally moving in the right direction. Congrats to the Raiders. Now you just need Jerry Jones to hand over the reins to uh, a real general manager. And we can have the Cowboys moving in the right direction as opposed to plateauing and plateauing and hoping that Dak Prescott never gets old and he'll plateau and they'll win 10 to 12 games for the next 45 years and never win a playoff game ever again. That's what you're hoping for, Cowboys fans. Or, you know, you could shake things up again. I'll tell you that. But it's a good day when Josh McDaniels is out of the Raiders. I tried to root for that team last year. It was hard. It was hard. I'm happy for Raiders fans. And I'm happy for Rangers fans. Rangers, go win a title tonight, but stop playing Creed. Stop playing Creed. But if you do win a title, make sure to be safe out there. Be kind to everybody you talk to. And keep your underwear clean because you might get lucky if the Rangers win. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Sports Complex. 5 o'clock, right here on The Horn.